0: Hi, I'm magician Nelson Lugo. Hi, I'm nerdcore rapper Schaefer the Dark Lord. We're best friends who hate each other's guts. And we co-host The Epic Podcast, a monthly show in which we discuss comic books, video games, television, movies, our debilitating emotional problems, and Batman. So much Batman. That's The Epic Podcast on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Be safe, internets. Bye. Seriously, so much Batman.
1: Greg, I don't know if, you, if if you know this, but in Japan, like we have Power Rangers, but in Japan, every single one's technically a different show. Like none of them are connected,
2: with the exception of that one like huge, massive crossover episode. Yeah, but that I, like, was
1: every single one. Yeah, but that was done like on purpose. Yeah, L- for that today's right.
2: episode: too many heroes. It just, they build a giant robot, and everyone's just all crammed inside the control room, like, I can't feel my arms!
3: I can't feel my legs! I want to be the chest. No, <laughs> I want to be the chest. <laughs> That's fine, I want to be the head of the operation. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Alright, bye.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 158, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Star. With me is the heart Ooh. <laughs> he's still not here he's still not here i he won't answer his phone he's ne- not coming over to my house andrew is not here yet he'll be back in a week or two he's fired yes, yes. <laughs> um he might be back for the next recording i
3: believe uh let me check our calendar he comes back on the 22nd yep he's, if he's if he's ready to go then yeah he'll be he'll be here Oh, hey, but whose
1: voice was that? It's security guy Greg. Hola. <laughs> and we have our king, baby duck,
3: Evan.
4: Tom Brady, six rings, suck it! <laughs> oh,
3: well, okay then. I think that means that there's a
1: lot of our fans out there who now have to spend eternity drinking his kelp shakes.
3: Yep.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, I don't know his if kelp shakes. agreed to that
3: deal. <laughs> I don't want to drink any kelp shakes.
2: (laughs) But no, you were rooting for them. It was the people that weren't rooting for them.
3: Um, I I don't
2: know. Um, Look, look, Look! we have video footage of you like dancing around going crazy every time that they got a field goal and a touchdown and whenever the Saints missed the field goal. The Saints? We have it all on tape. You mean the Rams? the Rams? The Rams. You're watching the
3: wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you the showed them that? You, you showed them that video? You know, I put it into the Wicked Anime chat. Oh, I, just to let our listeners know, so apparently when I watch <laughs> football games, I get super <laughs> insane. <laughs> So I guess when the Patriots, uh, had some key plays or they scored, um, and multiple people can attest to this, I would jump up and down screaming and, uh, almost shake the whole, uh, apartment building. Apart. You fell through the
2: floor a couple of times.
3: Shook the whole operation. I, oh, oh yeah. Shook the whole operation. I was pretty loud, but, uh, in big games, I am a huge fan. So, uh, I do not Is that apologize. a pun, Greg? Yeah. I believe, I, I believe, I believe this is it. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> what? <Maybe this> one. <laughs>
1: And that's him clapping with oven mitts. By the way, we clap
2: very loud. So I was
3: I was given a rule that if the cats did something great and I was cheering way too much, I had to wear oven mitts because I would clap way too much, like super loud. So, so one of our friends, Jeff, was like, "You now have to wear oven mitts, and you get a three-clap rule." So I put the oven mitts on, and uh, actually, it was it, I kind of liked it. <laughs> like I can go. I can. My hands. I can
2: go a really horrible path with a joke like that. Now, Greg, you gotta wear the oven mitts when you're happy. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, I can go it someplace really bad with that. <laughs> I can't. But I won't.
3: You actually played the video recording for our listeners. Now I will forever be subjected to that. (laughs) Hey, it could be worse.
2: You could have been completely naked and just be excited over this whole thing.
1: So uh, today we're going to be discussing some uh, anime that we watched and some anime that might be getting, uh, or actually, I'm sorry. It's a, a video game that might be getting an anime adaption which is going to lead into our topic of uh, video games that we think would make great anime. Yes, but first we have to ring the news bell. Because I actually remembered to go to Andrew's abode and get news bell,
3: Hooray! Mm-hmm. Hooray! I'm gonna miss the manual like dings that we did for the past two episodes. That's
1: well, how we how it all started actually. Uh, we used to we used to do manual dings for like. I don't know, what would you say, having a hundred episodes?
2: For almost a hundred episodes, like half the time it'll be manual dings,
1: and the other half it'll be just Andrew going,
2: NEWS!
1: Yeah, um,
3: <laughs> yeah, cause, and, and then a fan gave us that spell, you know that, right? Yeah, I think you told me a fan, that, uh, yes, you told me a while ago. At <laughs> Anime Boston, so, it's great. Two years ago we thank, had that Thank spell. you, Wicked Anime Fan. Ian. 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 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> fan Ian. The fan who also drew
1: us blueprints for the nakery that, that Victoria will one day run. God bless yes. you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do we have first for news, Evan?
2: All right, so let's dive into that first news that you briefly talked about. It has been announced that Warner Brothers Japan and Level 5 are officially working on an anime film based on Nino Kuni, the series of stylized role-playing games from the latter company.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty cool because I so I'm not a huge RPG fan, but level five has continuously made RPGs that I would totally play. Mm. Uh, and
2: Uh Neo Kuni is excellent. Yeah. It was like one of my I feel like that was like one of the last great games to come out in the PS3 era.
1: So I never played Nino Kuni. I... It's
2: deep. It's re- It's what you would expect from a collaboration between, you know, Level 5 and Studio Ghibli. Like, there's a lot of deep symbolism and, you know, the, that type of everyman sort of hero that comes to be kind of character. And, and just magical at every moment. It was like... It's like if Studio Ghibli was given the opportunity to make their own Pokemon game. Because you caught the monsters, you raised the monsters, and you could even evolve the monsters.
1: Interesting. Mm -hmm. So the game that I played from level five was White Knight Chronicles, which was Mm. a fantastic game. You got it, the, the, it had a really interesting concept to it where you could play as any character in your party as you're fighting. Um, there's a custom character that you make at the very beginning of the game, but that custom character is the sidekick to the main character. So like the main character goes through the entire game going on his journey and your dude is like floating around in the background <laughs> as like a secondhand person, but it's cool cause it's like, Oh look, this is the guy that I made. <laughs>
3: <laughs> does the sidekick, does the sidekick do anything or is it just like, he's just kind of, uh, there? he doesn't really have any bearing on the story actually. <laughs> not until,
1: not until the second White Knight Chronicles, uh, I believe. Do you get to play as your sidekick? No, no. You, so, so you play as your sidekick because you can play as anybody oh, yeah. in the entire game. So you could choose because your entire party follows you around. You could choose to play as the main character and your sidekick follows you, or you could just play as the sidekick and the main character follows you around. Um, your that character, doesn't make sense. Your character doesn't have any speaking lines in in the entire game, uh, for both games. But the cool part about the game was that when you uh, got the second game, it actually came with the first White Knight Chronicles for free. So, because, like, it's so imperative that you play the first White Knight Chronicles that, it, that they were like, no, you gotta understand that here's White Knight Chronicles 2 but you have to play the first one first. Right. So, mm. And so, right. if your PlayStation did not have save data for White Knight Chronicles 1, White Knight Chronicles 2 was not unlocked on the White Knight Chronicles 2 disc. That's messed up. Uh, uh, you, but you essentially get two games for 60 bucks and you just start from the beginning of the story and play till the end of the story. I get that. It just, it still sounds evil to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's important see. I'm a story guy. Like, yeah. And if you're playing I... an RPG, you're also a story guy, right? It, it, you just can't, it's unavoidable. It's in call of duty.
3: So wait, what? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just <laughs> some mindless shooting. Yeah. No. Um,
1: they actually so the the cool part about especially when you get an RPG is that like they have the game in mind, as opposed to just the money when you release a new Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, Well, actually,
2: if you're like Call of Duty, you're like you know what? Screw the story, let's just do multiplayer. I'm, tell,
3: I'm telling you, I I uh, work with a coworker who is a huge Call of Duty fanatic. I tell him the same thing. I'm like, I don't know how you guys do it because it's just the same game over and over. Time after time, and it's they yep. still eat it up. I I just don't understand. It's it, but... it's the
2: same as the guys who buy all the John Madden games. It's the same damn
3: game every single year.
2: Yeah. Only just... it gets worse because they keep adding
3: fucking microtransactions to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean the graphics do get better, but no, just... they don't. No, not with the Madden games. Yeah. Honestly, actually...
2: they haven't been. They they haven't gotten to a point where like it looks real. Like, it still looks PS3 era when I look no at an Madden game. Now, yes, if, way.
1: if we're talking in games, or, or uh, uh, sports games with good graphics, yep. we're mm-hmm. talking in the realm of the NBA games. Oh, yeah. NBA games. The yeah. 2K they ones. Have... Despite the fact that I still have issues with their mechotransaction aspects,
2: oh, sure. I will admit, they those games look so freaking real.
1: They sweat in real time. Mm-hmm. What? The basketball players in
3: in those basketball games, they sweat in real time. You mean like the 2K games? Yeah. Yes. I actually didn't, I didn't notice, then again, I don't really play basketball games. Yeah, I don't either, but it's like, wow, insane. look at that guy sweat.
1: (laughs) That's what I bought the game for. I want to, I want to make a game where uh, you just play the towel guy who just mops up the sweat on the court so nobody (laughs) slips on it.
2: You know what? That would make an awesome indie game. Yeah. And, like, you have to swipe it all up as they're running back and forth, and, like, you have to have as little ga-
1: little players as possible just slip and fall. I feel like that it would be kind of like a, a beer
3: tapper game. Yes! That, could that would be, be great! <laughs> that could be a mini game inside of 2K17. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tired of playing basketball? Don't leave the game yet. Just mop up the actual player's sweat. <laughs> you get a high score for it. <laughs> all right.
2: What's the, yeah, what's the game that came out on Steam where you're basically the cleanup guy after, like, this huge, like, like fantasy massacre? Like, you're you're, swip, you're wiping up all the blood, and you're picking up all, like, the dead bodies and chopped up limbs, and, like, you're basically the cleanup guy.
1: I've heard of that game, but I don't know what it's called.
2: And I know that, um, they did a uh, Renegade for Life video for it, uh, Team Forest Star. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Listeners, if you know the name of the game I'm thinking of, please let me know.
1: That's funny. Um... 'Cause that also reminds me it's kind of like in the light of the video game that is uh uh the one where you are it's a it's a fantasy RPG, but you're the item shop owner of the fantasy RPG. I like this oh story. um weapon weapon shop they almost say. Yeah. So like you're the guy who sells I love that
3: game to the adventurers who are going out on epic quests. Now are these adventurers CPUs or are they other players? No, like... no, they're
1: CPUs. Yeah, they're 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 NPCs. NPCs. Do you charge whatever you want or do you have to charge... I don't know. I, I I don't know how the game works. I just know that that's a game.
2: Wait, is that one for posters because the one that I played was you actually had to make the weapons for all the warriors.
1: Oh, no, this one was just an economic game where you had to just sell sell items in your shop.
2: No, you see weapon shop they almost say it's a You make the weapons, but it's like a rhythm game, so you have to make the weapon as best as possible, Hmm. and then you kept giving it to different heroes and everything. It was really funny, too. Like, a lot of, there were, like, these different characters who, one would claim to be, like, this heroic person, but in reality, when you look at his, like, journals, you realize that he's faking the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, back to what I was talking about with Nino Kuni. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ten minutes later. Uh, so with Nino Kuni, <laughs> what's it? What's interesting about the Nino Kuni series is you know, like Final Fantasy, it's all different sorts of characters each time. So this movie is going to be an original story that takes place within the Nino Kuni universe. It's not going to be of Oliver from the first game, or nor is it going to be about King Evan from the second game. So, this one is going to focus on our two high school friends and actually three high school friends traveling back and forth between reality and Nino Kuni and them trying to balance out what's going on in the fantasy world so the real world doesn't get screwed up as well.
1: It's kind of like Time Squad, a little bit. Protecting our fat, uh, past to defend our future. Fixing our past to defend our future. I
3: don't know what I thought I heard. I thought he said protecting our fat. And I was like, what? <laughs> he did say fat. Yeah. <laughs> Slip of the tongue. <laughs> so what is next?
2: So next up, controversial mascot character Chitan is getting her own TV anime. So for those of you who don't know, Chitan is the... Well, she was the unofficial mascot of of Susaki Kochi, the, um, or is it, yeah, the city of Susaki Kochi, and this character of Chitan became famous because the person in the costume would be doing all, like, these dangerous jackass-like stunts in the costume. It got so horrorous with, with what they were doing with this character that the city almost, well, practically disowned the character saying that we don't we want nothing to do with this character anymore.
1: But now she's getting her own anime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm watching videos of it right now. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, is that the character that uh that there's like a famous gif of like a person in an anime character costume running through like a minefield?
2: No, that's um oh, I forget the name of that one, but uh, Nase, I think it was like, I think that's Nase. That, but it's like this really ugly ass, that was more really ugly ass mascot character. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I'm seeing this Cheeton video where, <laughs> I, like kick it, this video of, of Cheeton kicking a medicine ball into like a wall and then it, it just bounces back and smacks her in the face. Yeah. Uh, it looks like using a pogo stick on a trampoline. uh stilt walking which i imagine would be very hard in a mascot costume oh yeah without question (laughs) that's funny
2: and this is gonna be a kid show by the way that's uh, it's not gonna be like oh it's gonna look cute but it's really for adults but no this is actually gonna be for kids but you know for kids in japan might mean more for teens and adults here in america
1: yeah Oh, I would totally watch it. Oh, if it's gonna uh, do, if it's gonna do the things like that, that is that's happening here. Mm. It could be funny.
2: Yeah. and it's gonna be set to air on April third, so it's gonna be a spring anime series.
1: Oh wow, that's pretty soon.
2: Yeah, which is why there's a part of me that thinks that the whole Disone thing is a bit of a you know publicity
1: stunt, trying to get things ready to have the show premiere. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's an article uh, in Philadelphia Magazine, Mascots Gone Rogue, What Cheeton Can Teach Us About Gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Oh my god. <laughs>
3: it's like yeah, the like, similarities are uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> Gritty
2: would make a great anime character. Oh yeah, he would. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yes, he would. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, Cheeton the Otter. There's was the anime right there.
2: Yeah, Cheeton the Otter.
1: Okay. What do
2: we got next? All right. So the very first trailer finally dropped for the upcoming Konosuba movie, and from the from the clip that was being shown, it does look like it's going to be an adaptation of Volume Five in the light novel series, which is a very Negumin like centric tale, but it's like one of the funniest stories in like in the whole Konosuba things that I've read so far. Nice. So, it's Konosubarashi Sekai ni Shufuku o Kuranai Dentsu, or Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World, Crimson Legend. And it's basically the story of the whole gang going to where Megumin originates from, to the Crimson Village. And you just get to see how crazy powerful everyone in her clan really
1: is. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm just looking forward to more... Konosuba. so regardless of of what the topic is i'll watch it <laughs>
2: yeah so and as people know it's going to be animated by jc staff but it's basically they have the entire staff of the anime series there sans studio dean so it and from the trailer it looks really good like it keeps to the style of what made konosuba so great to watch yeah but more crisp and clear nice yeah. So let's see. Up next, some award news. Momura hosted as Mirai wins the Annie
1: Award for Best Animated Independent Feature. Uh, it should because it, it's definitely one of his better films. Um, uh, mm-hmm. it, it it's definitely in out of all the films that he's made, it's definitely in my top three. I would say. Yes. Um, and it's yeah, because everybody should everybody should go see Mirai. It's and it's still in the nomination pool for uh the for the Oscars, the Oscars. right? Yep, and they
2: are actually bringing it back to the theaters on. Well, it's gonna pass by the time this episode airs, but it's going back to theaters for a quick Oscar run.
1: Yeah, hopefully everybody uh, can catch it. Yeah. Hopefully everybody caught it. If you're if you're listening to this episode,
3: yeah. on its release day. When are the Oscars? The 24th. Uh, the twenty fourth. Okay. We're so actually, they're
2: going uh, to be bringing it back to the theaters for one week, so people can check it out before the Oscars air.
1: Yeah, it's our next recording date. So maybe what we should do on that recording date, like the day of the Oscars, we should do a thing on our podcast where we predict what is is and isn't going to win in each category, or for most of the categories, I'd say. And then when people listen to it, the the Oscars would have already passed by two weeks. And so we would be saying what our guesses are.
3: (laughs) Just how wrong we are. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably.
2: You know actually we've actually tried that on my Boston ba- on my noboard race show but I remember you and Andrew going we have no interest in Oscars whatsoever
1: but we still and that's true that's true that's still true but uh we still did it because because uh, we wanted to play the game we wanted to think like an Oscar nominee or like a, like an Oscar judge so we tried to nominate based on not what we thought deserved to win. But what we thought the Academy
3: was going to pick. Yeah. I still hope that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Isn't it nominated? Yeah. When we talk about this last time? That certainly he
1: does deserve to win. I want that, that does. to win. Because um, I, I here's so what's, gonna it. Like it, I wrote what's going to happen.
2: What's going to happen is Incredibles 2 and Ralph are going to cancel each other out.
1: And that's what's going to push Spider-Man to win. I I hope you're right on that. but I do too. But to be honest with you, I think that one of those two is gonna win. It just it can't be Wrecky Ralph 2. No. I really hope it's not. No. (laughs) I I really, really hope it's not.
2: Well Well, you know, Spider-Man did win the Golden Globe, so that's a good sign. Oh yeah, that is a good sign. That it could win.
3: That is a good sign. (laughs) Sorry, the golden what? (laughs) Golden Globe. Golden (laughs) 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 Globe.
1: Thank (laughs) you, John. But uh, yeah. The so usually usually they do pretty well following up with the, from a the Golden Globe to
3: to that after party for that win in two weeks. Let's go, <laughs> and then I just cry the day after they lose. Yeah. <laughs> crying in the shower.
2: <laughs> God. All
3: right, next
2: news update. Okay, so, director Masaki Yuasa, who we all know from Devilman Crybaby, The Night is Short, Walk-On Girl, and Loot Over the Wall, is, return- is somewhat returning to his roots. Because it was announced that him and his Science Saru studio are going to be making a spinoff show
1: based on Crayon Shinchan. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Yuasa is, is crazy enough when he's on his own. Uh, with his studio doing Crayon Shin-Chan, is going to be off the wall. So I... the
2: show is going to be a spinoff show starring his dog, and it's going to be Super Shiro. And Super Shiro is the dog, you know, getting superpowers and going off and saving the world. Yep. <laughs> and for our listeners who only watched the dub, you know, Shiro is whitey in the Funimation dub. Because, you know, when they, they tried to Americanize it, yeah. which they did a good job with Americanizing the the dub for Shin-Chan. I wish they had done more of it, but I reckon it was really tough to do. Yeah. Because there were episodes where they actually just threw away the legit plot of that episode and just recorded their own thing. Which is wicked tough. All right. All right. So, for this next news, for now, take this as a grain of salt... Although, considering this is J-List reporting on it now, that grain might be more of a handful. Mm-hmm. Because there, Because uh, there is apparently... And by the time this episode airs, we'll know whether or not it's true or not. Okay. On the 12th of February, they are supposed to be announcing a second season of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid.
1: Which would be cool. Uh, they... I mean, like obviously, the first season is great. If you haven't seen *Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid*, then you should. Yeah, it was our anime of the year, of our wiki anime of the year winner for twenty seventeen. Yep. Um, so we highly recommend that uh, that you check it out. There's a lot of stuff, and I think the the manga ending, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, it's reaching its climax.
2: I think it's going to be going up to ten volumes. With that being said, there are already spinoff shows. I mean, spinoff mangas. We have Kana's Daily Life, which I love to death. I think that's a fantastic one. Yeah, yeah. Um. They have the one that's focused on Elma, which is more of an office-based comedy. And now they're also now doing one of Lukoa and Shota. So there's a lot of material that they could work with if they were to do another season.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, those I, are they all done by uh, the original artist and writer?
2: No, but he gets he's like gets the final say. He's like he actually works with all the other writers to make sure that everything stays true to the Dragon Maid lore. And, you know, Kana's Daily Life, which is written and done art by uh, Mitsuhiro Kimura, that person does such an amazing job with uh, bringing out more personality in both the characters of Kana and Saikawa to the point where... They like she's actually able to bring out a level of adorableness that uh Kukyo Shinja is not able to do.
1: Yeah. That's so
2: I would I would highly recommend people read mm-hmm. Kana's Daily Life. Uh, the Alma one is going to be coming out at the end of this month here in America, and I don't know when we might be getting Lukoa and Shota. That might be like another year. Maybe never, because <laughs> you never, you never know. That might be under uh, uh, Seven Seas Ghost Ship arc. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Are you ready to get a little bit of little bit mad? Yes, uh, yeah, always. Way. Yeah. That's, okay. my, that's my
1: secret, Evan. I'm always mad. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ruffalo.
2: So, as you know, one of our favorite video games out there, or video game series, is Senran Kagura. And apparently, Senran Kagura 7 game developer is... The game developers are reconsidering the content because of the recent platform regulations. Mm. As some people know... The Cedric uh, Kagra Burst Renewal, the remake of the first game, was held back release in North America and Europe because Sony refused to release it without some content being edited out. Content that was totally okay in Estival Versus, Peach Beach Splash, and other titles in the past. Stop spoiling our fun.
1: I know. Brr! <laughs> okay. Meh <laughs> yeah. meh. So yeah, it, it's it's bothersome because why can't I this is what I don't understand. You can release whatever movie you want. Ever. Any comic book you want. I've seen I yes. when I worked at I worked in a comic book store for a long time and the 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 trash that would come out on the shelf that anybody could just come along and pick up and read mm-hmm. through in a matter of seconds was like yep. instantaneous, but when a vulgar
2: thon book... boobies boobies boobies, oh, I'll just take that one.
1: I've seen much worse than boobies in in comic books. If, if anybody, Vampirella. if anybody ever wants to know how far comic books can go, read the series Crossed. It is the most effed up thing ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was it pronounced? Crossed.
3: Crossed. Okay.
1: Yes, uh, and a- as a matter of fact, um, Garth Enos is the uh, is the creator of it, and the original series of Crossed. That he developed is not as messed up as the people who took up the mantle of crossed after he finished the original series. Now, Garth Ennis is known for pushing the envelope. Uh, that's that's what he's famous for in comic books. Yep. But he pushed. But the people who came after him pushed it even farther. And it is like, like I can't even I can't even read them. They're so messed up sometimes.
3: That just sounds mm. like something you. That someone creates they just like put it on the internet for fans to depict and then you just get this like that just sounds like something right off the internet type of thing yeah anyways
1: the, the yes the point that i'm trying to make yeah. is how come it can't work for video games why why can't video yeah. games be video games and i understand that like oh it's it's it one a it's interactive and b it's interactive with sexual content so i get that but,
2: I mean, like what I find interesting is how can a video game like—did you remember a title called Hatred?
1: Yes, that
2: came out. Yes, how can a game like that be released? And you know, it got its controversy, but it got released. No questions asked. Still playable. But and and yet, something like Senran Kagura, which the point of the game is kind of its fan y thing. But the thing is, it's not like. It's not like the girls are forced into the fan service. They're kind of in on the joke. Yeah. How is that how is that
1: worse? Yeah, Cuz the funny thing is is that it, uh when you mentioned Hatred, which um for those who don't know Hatred is a game that you literally play a character who legitimately just has m- murderous intent with no for no rhyme or reason he just hates the world and he decides to murder a bunch of people and that's who you play as in the game. That's what Hatred is about. Okay, and they actually did this before with a game, a little game called Postal. Uh, yes. Oh, Postal. Yeah. <laughs> which Uwe Boll ended up making a a movie about, so it was just as terrible as the game. Um, but they, but but like, so this isn't isn't anything new. Hatred wasn't anything new, and but yet hatred was the thing that that started the controversy. Um, but Senron Kagura. You show a couple girls in bikinis and some and some clothing rips when, when you fight, and everybody's up in arms. Like, like to the point where they won't publish a game. Nobody stopped Hatred from being published. What? They hated it, yeah. But, like, they hated Hatred, and people were mad about it. But nobody stopped it from being released.
2: Yeah. And, like, who's even complaining about Senran and Kagura? Like, I... Right! Like, uh, I'll <laughs> be honest, I'll be honest, listen, like, I... I sometimes go on sites that are run by them, so-called SJWs. I never see anything about Senran Kagura being bashed on.
1: Really, Like, like, it feels like the
2: SJWs are in on... They know the
1: joke. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like the one rare thing we all agree on is that Senren Kagura is fun, it's pervy, but the girls are in on the joke.
3: I I don't get it. I think,
1: uh, if I had to guess, I think it has to do a lot with... Um, the the views of today's culture, where that we're very, very focused on trying to snuff out all you know, all sexual deviance It's 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 a thing now. It's like it's part. It's it is an epidemic, and people are searching it out. And I think that they're trying to nip it in the bud by getting rid of that sexual content that has to do with like strictly females. So like because. I mean, you know, if, just look at the examples of the, like Me Too movement and stuff like that. Right.
3: Know? I I, just, right. I don't know. It, it confuses me because it's like, you, we all heard about the recent Baby It's Cold Outside being banned around Christmas time. <laughs> Do you hear some of the rap <laughs> songs that come out? Yeah, which by like, the way... No one's mad at those, but oh man, Baby It's Cold Outside, a song that came out in what? The 50s, 60s, 70s? 40s! 40s, which by the way, the, the song is
2: about... Oh. Yes, which is a song about... A guy trying to convince the girl not to leave because back then girls walking out on their own late at night were known to be promiscuous. Yeah, and uh,
1: the the man Which is the opposite was, of what the game what
2: this what people are claiming the song's about. Yeah. Oh.
1: And the man would be held responsible for, for that. So like it's it again, it's a cultural thing. Oh, this culture's confusing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's I mean think let nice I me mean, think it.
2: about like what happened with Tumblr. And like because of yes. like, all the regulations that were thrown at Tumblr, like a lot of my friends in the cosplay, a lot of lot of uh, artists that I follow can't publish anything on there anymore because they're not free to showcase their sexuality or their art or anything like that.
1: Yeah, they. I and I mean some some artists legitimately lost their jobs because of, yes. of that. You know.
2: Practically everyone that I followed now is on Newgrounds. Like, Andrew and I were talking about, like, how everyone that was there now jumped onto Newgrounds. And, like, they're now posting on there. Interesting. Yeah,
1: like, Newgrounds is getting a second life. Yeah, right? I haven't heard that name since, like, the early
3: 2000s. I've never even heard of it. Yes. Them. You've never
1: heard of Newgrounds? <laughs> no. Dude, that is where the greatest animators, like, some of the greatest internet animators of all time were born. Like, have you heard of Cyanide and Happiness? Uh, this sounds very familiar. So, cyanide- So you know the
2: game Joking Hazard? Yeah. You know that game that we play, Joking Hazard.
1: Yeah, um here. Uh well, okay. Have you heard of Ego Raptor? Oh, I've heard of Joking Hazard and Ego Raptor, it definitely sounds familiar to Yeah, them. so Joking Hazard yeah. is the Cyanide and Happiness game.
3: Oh, that's awesome. So,
1: Andrew and I, a long time ago, we came across this dude. Uh oh, okay, so first we came across this series called uh Joe Zombie Mm. Which was a really cool stick figure animation. It was violent, it was bloody, and it had, it was like one of the first ones that had like voice acting and stuff like that. And it was neat. Um, it inspired us to really like animation. It was created by a, a guy named Rob Denblecker, mm. who then one day st- started up with a bunch of guys who also were stick figure animators on New Grounds, and they created Cyanide and Happiness, and now they make millions of dollars. So. Uh and, and then Egoraptor, everybody knows who Egoraptor is. He, now he's doing yep. Game Grumps and I wish that he was still doing animation because I miss it. Um
2: And then you have uh Stampy, who now does a lot of work with the Behemoth on games like Battle Block Theater and um and their other titles as well. Are you familiar with Battle Block Theater?
1: So uh actually no, I haven't heard of Battle Block Theatre.
2: Oh, Battle Block Theater is a great video game. Unfortunately, it's like only an Xbox exclusive. Same with Pit People. Though Pit People is not that great in the game, it's still very funny. <laughs> and Chris Stampy, I think it's his first. I think his. I think it's Chris Stampy. Like he is known as an animator and a voice actor on there, and he does a lot of really funny stuff. Yeah. And in fact, the Behemoth got their start by working on Newgrounds animations before moving on to video games. Huh. They were the guys who did uh, a- Alien Homid and Castle Crashers.
3: Oh. Okay. Sure. Yep. Oh, I love Castle Crashers. Yeah. Great stuff.
1: Alright, so that
2: sounds familiar. So, um...
1: What was another? So, I, I, I... Do you
2: remember about Tiny Plaid Ninjas? What was it? Tiny Plaid Ninjas. No, no. I believe that was a Newgrounds thing.
1: I remember, um... Zombie, spelled with an X. That, that series was super cool. Uh, also one of the first series that, uh got Andrew and I, like, super into animation. Um, I I actually have it on DVD. And the guy also released a comic book afterwards, too, and I bought that. So, like, I I love Newgrounds artists. (laughs) Just...
2: (laughs) How do we get on this? But what we we were trying to say to our listeners is, uh, please stop censoring her video games for stupid reasons.
1: Yeah. But that being said, I kind of understand where the corporations are coming from. A lot of people are thinking it's because that they're
2: trying to like tone stuff down in preparation for the Olympics being in Japan.
1: Uh, no, people people already know what uh, Japan is about. It's too late. I
2: for don't now. know they're I don't know they're taking away all the porn magazines from 7-11s all across the nation over there. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it was like we must hide this much. Oh. There's no way they will find anything smut-related, even if they were to Google Japan smut. Wait, uh (laughs) uh-oh. So, that's it for regular news, but I do have a couple of strange news things for you. Oh, sure. Well, I don't know if I would call this one a strange news thing. I would call it a common sense news thing (laughs) from Sora News 24. Okay, yep. Surprising amount of Japanese people find going to see their new friend's new baby
1: annoying (laughs) that sounds like an onion article didn't we talk
3: about this last time i remember no we
1: didn't we did talk about this on our private chat or the (laughs) wicked anime chat but we did not talk about this on the show okay so is is this like is so is this like um like some friends going over to see a couple who have just had a baby and then they realize that all you can talk about now for the rest all they could talk about now for the rest of their lives is their new baby yeah basically that's that's just how life works people i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i have a coworker who i work with who just had uh, a new baby and it's all she talks about
2: I, lo- I love it it's like if i so someone posted this on an anonymous japanese diary form she this person goes it's so annoying to go see my friend's baby If I go to see her, I have to be all, oh, it's so cute, and that's annoying. I don't feel anything for it despite it being my best friend's child. The whole situation (laughs) is just annoying. And then people started commenting, I totally understand this. I don't like the premise of baby equals cute. As someone who doesn't like children, I find it tough to put on a good show for such a long time. Having a friend say, Come and see my baby is hard for single people. It's like they're showing off their happiness to you. <laughs> 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 wow, that's really bitter. <laughs> that is that is very bitter. Alright, so this last bit of strange news, and it does transition to into the West. Mm-hmm. So who here has ever heard of a band called Dinosaur Jr.? Yep. Nope. <laughs> no?
1: I've heard it. I've they're a local
2: band. They're from the Boston area. They're act. They're um, They're very. I don't. I wouldn't call them iconic. They're near legendary alt rock band from Amherst, Massachusetts. So apparently, for some reason, a song by Dinosaur Jr., which was released 25 years ago, mm-hmm. a song called "Over Your Shoulder," is now topping the charts in Japan.
1: Really? Yeah. That's cool. That's really weird. I'll take it. Yeah. It's like, uh, so Dinosaur Jr. still does stuff, right? Oh, yeah. They're still on tour. In fact, their front
2: man was recently on, was recently a guest on the album Doster Dreams by Fucked Up, which was my number one album pick of 2018. He's on the song um, Came Down Wrong. And when you listen to the song, it does kind of have a very Dinosaur Jr. type of style to it. Yeah. So the song appeared on the 1994 album Without a Sound and for some reason it became a YouTube sensation after it racked up over 8 million views the majority of which were in Japan. Huh. The band also the band also topped the Hot Overseas chart and entered the Hot 100 at
1: number 18. Huh. That's so weird. Uh-huh. It's, this is kind of like an Andrew W.K. thing where like he fell off of the planet, uh, or he fell out of America for a while, and then he was huge in Japan for a while, and then he became, came back here, and he was great again. Yes.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So some people are saying that it has something to do with a television show over there called Kachinko Fight Club. Uh-uh. Now, I've, I've never heard of this show before, but it sounds apparently awesome. it is... Is used as the, that song is used as the background music on the series. Uh nice. So for some reason, Dinosaur Jr. is going to be a, is now a hit in Japan. And I hope they tour America. I hope they tour Japan. I think that would be really cool. Like yep. after they, they should take this opportunity to go overseas. Cause you know, odds are that you have played in Japan, but I don't think that they've played to, like, really big audiences. Maybe, say, for, like, if they were at, like, a festival or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, congrats, Dinosaur Jr. Yeah.
1: Good on you. <laughs> take <laughs> us with you. <laughs>
2: yeah, take us with you. And the last bit of news, which is Into the West. The return of one of my absolute favorite, favorite comics, which was which does have some anime inspiration in its visual style, the Boondocks. Oh yeah, the Boondocks right. is back. Out of the blue, Aaron McGruder uh, gave six new strips to the rapper Charlemagne the God, and he posted it onto Instagram, and with the note that more
3: is to come. Huh. I know a few people that would be, or are going to be so excited to see this anime come back. Well, sure. I mean, uh, the Boondocks well, was great. Yeah, it was,
2: it was scathing. It gave no fucks whatsoever when it was attacking. Like, it was legit. It was like one of those shows where, like, I can't believe they got away with making fun of that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, Especially I, the R.
2: Kelly episode. I
1: remember that they didn't get away with one of them. There was only one episode that the Boondocks did not get away with, and it was when they called, when they said that uh, BET, the BET um, channel network was for black evil television, not black entertainment <laughs> oh, television. Oh, That's Man.
2: right. There were two episodes that, never, yeah, they're on the DVD, but Adult Swim refused to air it. Yeah. I think that's when Aaron left the show, and they did the fourth season without him.
3: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, it was like a whole
2: episode where Uncle Ruckus was trying to prove that he was white. So he did a (laughs) DNA test, and it turns out that he was 104% black.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uncle Ruckus is the best. I was just thinking with this show, didn't they cross lines a lot? Oh, all the the time! So what. I mean that really is gonna why I draw a line now I don't know I mean like South Park has has crossed so many more lines like family Guy, south park I don't know about I that I don't
2: know like it's it's uh, it's weird mainly maybe because that they were be they were mad that they were crossing lines that were poking fun of certain organizations that I don't know they thought that were kind of a representation like a true representation of a of the black community. Yes. This is just a white guy trying to explain this by the way. <laughs>
1: uh, I, but that's that's a pretty good point though, you know. It's like, well why like I thought we were on the same team. What's up man? You know, like <laughs> Yeah,
2: pretty much. Like remember when uh when they did the episode that made fun of uh Tyler Perry and like Tyler Perry like started refusing to do any work with Turner so because like no more stuff for TBS or anything
1: like that. Oh, that's too bad. I would eat it up. <laughs> if the Boondock Saints, like, let's say that I got famous for some reason someday, and the Boon, uh, yeah, the Boondock Saints, wow, <laughs> and the Boondocks, that's that's my Boondocks, the right. Boondock Saints, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, but the Boondocks were like, "Hey, we're gonna use your likeness in an episode because uh, we're gonna make fun of you," and I would be like, "Do you want me to voice the character? Like, send me a script, I'll do it." You know, like, I, I would totally be down for that.
2: Yeah. Remember, this was back when they actually were calling out Bill Cosby on his shit before it, like, actually got big.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did they
2: like, like, it called out a lot
3: of people before it got big. Did they get Harvey Weinstein by any chance?
2: <laughs> no. This was before that. Unfortunately, it was, like, it was, the show ended before
1: all that happened. Yeah. Although, granted, America... the marathon. I think the
2: last season aired, the last season aired, I think, Think in 2014, I want to say. Oh wow!
3: Didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah. Well,
2: the thing is, um, they Aaron McGruder stopped doing the comic version of it back in like 2004, 2005 because he was focused on doing the animated version. But now that time has gone by, the climate has changed, and he felt like, all right, I think this is a good time to bring back everybody. And if you look at the comics, it's like.
1: It's back to its own shtick. Is that right? awesome. I didn't... See, I read some of the comics, and I wasn't really as big of a fan. Um, I, I, I just like the anime way better. It, well, we say anime, I feel anime, like it's, it's now... It's an animation. Yeah. Well, remember, uh,
2: Madhouse did animate some segments in Season 2.
1: Yes, I remember that. The, the blind samurai fight. No, no, it was the uh, fight where Uncle
2: Ruckus and Huey battled it out in the movie theater.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I they were
2: making they were making fun of like Fifty Cent in an airplane movie.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you would say that they thought this was a good time to bring it back. I mean, with all this unrest going on right now, yeah, stir it up a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Let's poke the poke the hornet's nest. It's the it's their job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just surprised because I mean, as we said, they cr- supposedly crossed the line five years ago. That I didn't, you know, people might not have thought it was a big deal at the time, but now five years later, with all this going on, I mean, well, that could really.
2: <laughs> do you want me? Do you want me to give something away if you haven't read the comics? So Uncle Ruckus is, is working for you know who at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> So, yeah, let's leave it at that.
1: And that was Into the West. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Horse girls.
3: (laughs) Yeah, keeping the string alive.
1: (laughs) Oh, crap, you just had coconuts readily available. (laughs) Yes,
3: I had
2: my coconuts ready. But welcome back, Huey and Riley. We miss you.
1: Yeah. All right. So So, what's next? What are we watching? Yeah. What are
2: we watching? So, So, one thing I forgot to talk about in the last couple of episodes was the fact that Konosuba dropped their English dub.
1: Oh. How is it?
2: You know, I was very impressed with what they were able to do with it. Because I was scared when I heard they were going to do a dub. Because watching the show and feeling the energy that they showcase in the Japanese version. Like, that is something that's wicked hard to, like, imitate. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine how hard it is for someone to dub Bob's Burgers into another language because the voice actors <laughs> are feeding off each other's energy. Right, right. Because they actually ad-lib a lot at Bob's Burgers. And they ad-libbed a few times, too, in Konosuba. Mm. So imagine trying to recapture that in, in a different language. But you. Could... And
3: I will say, they actually did a pretty good job. Mm couldn't you say I'd, that though for any anime being translated into any other language because you the, you're, you're it's saying is to to Japanese really, right it's hard to really
2: explain what it is about Konosuba. It, there's like there's this vibe there's this energy that's in the vocal performances that I don't hear in other vocal performances yeah like it, it, you know the best way for me to describe it is it feels like you're listening to like like, a radio play, but with animation.
1: Huh. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, there's something special about Konosuba, the way that they do it. Uh, I will compare it to, I will say that I will take this comparison. Um, I was shocked when they uh, when they dubbed Bento, and yeah. uh, Bento was incredible. Uh, the, the, yeah. the, the dub for that show, because I loved, it was one of my best shows of 2010. Um... Which like so so long ago before Wicked Anime even like took off completely, um, but they uh, dubbed it into English in the past like couple years, and I was I, I was floored by how good the voice acting was for it. Like it was it was above and beyond, almost to the point where we're like at this evolution in the voice acting industry, especially for dubbing, uh, that they've discovered that they can actually play a little bit with inflictions and the way that things are said from Japanese to English, that kind of stuff. I feel like they figured out a formula of some kind. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. And now, I will say this. I think Arnie Pantoja did a great job as Kazuma, Mm -hmm. but I'm waiting to see what he does with the second season because (laughs) that's when, like, Kazuma goes, like, off the rails with his tantrums and rants. I'm waiting to see, like, how he... How he records the part where, like Kazuma and Aqua, keep doing rock paper scissors to see who rides in the back of the the wagon, yeah. and like when he just rips into Aqua yeah. in such a way. I'm waiting to see how they capture that in the English dub. So that's why I'm kind of waiting for to see how he is completely as as Kazuma, mm-hmm. but. They Mara is great. She gets that
1: wine down really well. I uh air- I want to hear her do the dub for when she fails her spell when they're trying to stop the stampede. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and they pause and they pause in the middle of her doing oh, that. Oh, that part. I know I
2: fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I am um, Erica Mendez did a fantastic job as Megumin. Yeah. Eric, like, it's so hard to, like, compare her to Ria Takahashi, but she did it in a way that it kind of made it her own interpretation, but an interpretation that worked. Yeah. Like, I feel like she brought out a great aspect of the bratty attitude of Megumin in her performance. (laughs) Nice. Um. And for the main, I've got to say Christina V is just perfect as Darkness. She does an amazing job switching back and forth between being the stoic crusader and like the masochist. It is amazing. See, which is why yeah.
1: Well, I I just wanted to say that for uh, that pick of Christina V, she's never done anything that is like darkness before she's always played these characters like the only one that i really know her for is no noelle vermilion from blaze blue uh the small petite blonde girl you know who's scared of you know being an authority figure that sort of that sort of character you know
2: Mm-hmm. but i will say this like the one thing that like listening to the english dub the fact that this character is not going to be any in the series anymore because they kill him off Patrick sights as the headless knight, or, you know, yeah, headless uh, horseman knight, Verdia, yeah. oh my god, yeah. he is perfect. Yeah. Because he's, because if you know Patrick sights he can switch from being, like, that super tough buff guy and going into, like, this super whiny voice, like, in a blink
1: of an eye. And he does it so well. Good, good. As Verdia. So, the question remains uh, then, Evan. Would you say that if there was somebody who still has not seen Kanosuba, and, and it's because they prefer their anime to be dubbed instead of subbed, would mm-hmm. you still recommend Kanosuba in English to them? I would. Excellent. I think they did a great job with this. Like I said, there are some
2: aspects that I still need to see how they do the second season yep. to give it the full R recommendation. Because like the tone of the show, I feel like really changes in the second season. The, the crazy is brought up to a huge level that yeah, just knocks everything out of the park. Or just it kind of makes season one obsolete in the humor aspect. Like season two is just that holy shit, that was hilarious. Yeah, kind of thing. Yep.
3: So with which that... is
2: why I'm so stoked. Which is why I'm so stoked about the movie. Because that movie might actually wind up being the funniest anime film in like a really long time. Mm.
3: Mm. Uh, so with that said in mind, my question for you guys, since uh, if, if somebody like me who's still kind of new to anime, although I've been watching it for a couple of years, but obviously you guys have been doing it for years. what mm-hmm. is, and I've never really seen a problem with any English dubs for animes that I've watched. Yeah. But what's like both of your criteria for what makes a good English dubbed um,
1: you know, that's a good question, because I've never had problems with English dubs before. Uh, you see, I've never had... Pro- well, the only English dub I've ever had an issue with was
2: when they did the Kickstarter dub for Wakfu, ah, for Season 1 and Season 2. Yeah. And the problem with Wakfu is the fact that the performances are completely stale.
1: Yep. That is true. That is a truly failed dub, I would say. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but know, having, are...
2: having said, yeah, what I will say though, is listen to the dub of, of Wakfu season one and season two, and then listen to the recasting that they did for season three. It's all Bang Zoom people. The Wakfu season three dub is baller. Oh, great. it's amazing. Awesome. And it makes me hope that they can go back and redub the other episodes.
1: Yeah. But to your original question, um, Greg, the reason why I asked specifically about Kenosuba, is that there's it, it, there's something... It's, it's to that new level yep. that, they, that they bring it in mm. the Japanese version. I don't have a problem with, with dubs at all. I think mm. that for the most part, most shows are great. The problem is that dubs can be unsuccessful because there's cultural differences. So uh, when they bring it from Japanese to English... They have to switch some words around because of phrasing. And you know. sometimes jokes don't make any sense because it's like, yeah. well, there's literally no translation for this. Mm-hmm. So it's a joke that only happens in Japanese. So... Uh, there, yeah. Which
2: uh, they do actually do that once in the Konosuba Season 1 dub. Okay. And it's the scene where, like, Aqua is in the lake trying to purify the water. Yeah. And, and Aqua goes like... like Like, goddesses don't go to the bathroom. And then Megaman goes, incidentally, crimson mages don't go to the bathroom either. And Kazuma, in the Japanese version, goes, what are you, pop idols? Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, is a jab at legit the purity of pop idols. Right. I forget what they change it to, but it's not as strong of a joke.
1: Right, yeah. Something that you, like, in order to understand that joke, you really need to be into Japanese culture and understand why he's saying that.
3: Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: But everything else, it works well. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I've been watching, yeah, um, is uh, nothing really new to report. However, I uh, did get the newest volume, My Hero Academia. Ooh! And I've been reading through that. Uh, I haven't gotten through the entire volume yet, unfortunately. But I will say that. Uh, so I'll, this is volume seventeen. Volume sixteen uh, was not super strong. But volume 17 is right back up, ramping up to 100 miles per hour. Oh, I'm um, excited. Yeah, oh, it's it's great. Uh, so the character that they introduced at the end of season three was Lemillion, uh, or uh, they, uh, that's his hero name, but the, um, the guy who could phase through walls and stuff like that. But uh, he has really shown his true power now in like this latest volume as they're going after a bad guy. And it reminds me, like, what he does reminds me of what All Might does at the end of season one.
3: Holy crap. Yeah, it. it I was... Like, I, same
1: caliber? I was just sitting there reading it, and, like, and, and he has this ideology of, like, he's staring the bad guy in the face and says, that's what a true hero is. And, like, but he does... He says it, but, like... He doesn't like say something to do that. He shows. So like, so like he he does something to the bad guy and answers back with "That's what a true hero is," which was like, yeah, you know, like just like <laughs> superhero. Wow, you know uh, that, and and so it's. Yeah, it, it's just great, and I'm not even—I'm not even like a quarter of the way through the book yet, so I cannot wait to find out what happens in the rest of this volume.
3: And I have to wait till October for the anime to catch up. What is this? Well, you probably have to wait even longer than that because you probably
1: have to wait till you know, November, December, uh, yeah, maybe December or January before we, you get to the point where we're at in the.
3: In the book. See, I was talking to John Starr before the show that I'm not a super manga guy because I guess it's the whole I don't like purchasing books when I know the anime is going to come out I can just which watch it. Which yep. is, Yeah. Uh, but now I'm kind of sitting here like, well, maybe I should just give in and And go. that's why I started reading My hero. Yeah. Just so you know. Because it's um, like, I really love this anime and it's like, I hate sitting around.
1: Yeah, but here's the, um, here's, here's the reason why I endorse manga when there's anime available um anime is great because it still funds every everything like the entire people and you can hear voice and infliction based on the way that like if you it in a book it could be different in there yep and when things move sometimes it's a lot easier to understand what's happening in a panel because i'm actually legitimately confused by some of the fight scene panels in in this volume that i'm reading right now and i was like oh he used a superpower but i don't know what he did but an animation especially when studio bones is animating it you can really see it. So there's pros and cons to both. But the reason why I like my hero academia as a manga is because I could see the original artist's intent on what his art is supposed to look like. Now granted, the difference between the manga and the anime aren't really that different from one another, but there are subtle hints of differences whenever you turn a manga into an anime specifically because it's for animation and animators have to draw things over and over and over again. So just by a sense of needing uh, the, the needs of an animator, there's typically less detail. Okay. In in their art. And then also you have different character designers. Like there's, there's people whose job it is to design characters for, for characters that already exist, which um, you would say that's kind of redundant because the characters are already there. Yeah. But for anime, They actually take characters that already exist, like By Hero Academia, hire a character designer, and turn them into a character that would be designed for an anime. Uh, Which kind of changes the
3: way that characters look sometimes. Wouldn't they just... This is going to probably be a really dumb question, but wouldn't they just hire the same artist who did it in the manga?
1: That's fair. That's, That's a fair assumption. But no, they don't. Yeah. Um... And I think the reason for it is because there's a distinct difference between those who work in anime and those who work in manga. Uh, and that has to do with the level of detail that can go into a manga panel as opposed to a level of detail that can go into an anime, pa- uh,
3: anime frame of animation. I, I feel like the more detail could go into an anime frame, though, than a manga panel.
1: No, because you remember that you're drawing 24 frames a second. Oh, yeah. And as opposed to finishing an entire page, let me just open up to a random page here. There's a maximum of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight panels on this page, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, so like eight, ten, twelve, you know, drawings per page on this. yeah, 24 frames per second for animation, right. So you need to you need to bring down that detail a little bit so that you can draw the
3: same character over and over and over. That's kind of depressing. Yep. Animation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, maybe I'll switch to manga now. Yep. But my Hero Academia
1: still going strong. Still great. And okay. I feel like I'm just Good. about to finish up season 4.
3: <laughs> awesome. Yep. So. And we still have to wait. <laughs> and we still have to
1: wait. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so that's that's me, Greg. Everybody. Yes. So, this anime has definitely been out for a while. Um, I just like kind of exploring Funimation to see what they got in their bank. And I am just getting into Tokyo Ghoul. Really? Yes. Um, I see, I tried getting into Tokyo Ghoul and it just really wasn't for me. I, I understand that. I thought it was, it looked more action, but as I read the genre, it was actually a horror anime. Yep. yep. Um, definitely not what I expected going into it. Uh, cause I'm finding out all this information now. As of the recording, you know, versus earlier today, I just kind of picked it. I was like, oh, my friend said this was good. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, all right. It started, it started out normal. Oh, cool, they these things called ghouls. They just kind of, like, kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, boy loves this girl. You know, they go out on a date. And, uh, oh, shit, all hell breaks loose. And all of a sudden, he's eating her. Or, uh, I'm sorry, she's eating him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, my. Uh, so I learned a few things from that episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's a list of three. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> so number one, um, I found my next uh, Halloween costume uh, as the main character. I can I'm horrible with Japanese names. I'll I'll never remember them. The guy with the leather face mask? No, the the main character. Yeah, he's what, not the, the guy with the leather face mask. No, he doesn't have. He I has, I don't watch Tokyo Ghoul, so I, I I don't know. So I'm really on my own island here. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, so that's number one. Uh, he he has like his face when he becomes a ghoul. He just has one eye that's a ghoul and one uh, regular human eye, and he's like torn because he's only half a ghoul. And all the other ghouls are like, oh my goodness. And this is just an episode. <laughs> this is just about episode one. So obviously, for our listeners, you're probably more ahead of me, and uh, please correct me and all that fun stuff. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, uh, never trust women because they will eat you and kill you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Does that sound sexist? (laughs) (laughs) Not all women. Not all women, no. uh, And number three, uh, Clifford Chapin will always come in second to the main character. (laughs) (laughs) Since he plays um, Hideo... uh, I'm going to totally butcher this. uh, Hideyoshi Nagachika... Hideyoshi, who's the best friend of the main character uh, so far that I've seen in Tokyo Ghoul, and he also plays Bakugo in My Hero Academia, Academia. (laughs) and he always seems to be the number two guy. So that's the three things I've learned from the first uh, episode, but I kind of like it. I like where it's going. Uh, I didn't think I'd be into the horror genre of anime, but I'm excited to see what it entails, and I think I'll watch it through. Yeah. Yeah, very excited. Nice. Alright, cool. so uh, does
1: anybody have any updates on anything they've watched for the new season? I don't, unfortunately. I like going back
2: and forth between Andro and Kaguya-sama Love is War as being my favorite of twin, of this winter season. Because, like, one week, like, Andro will have the best episode, and then the following week, Kaguya-sama Love is War will have the best episode. Like, it's going neck and neck between the two of them. Because right. I think the comedy in both shows is stupendous. Granted, Promise Everland is probably the best show of the winter season, but like, the, but Andro and Kaguya-sama Love is War, which both release on Saturday, are like the two shows now that I look forward to the most when it comes to
1: what I'm watching this season. So everybody's been losing their minds over, uh, over uh, Love is War's ending, the rotoscoped animation?
2: Yes! Episode three, which is amazing like that's like some of the best anime animation I've seen in a very long time for a television show
1: well the reason why is because they filmed somebody dancing and then yes they drew over it
2: I and I think I made a mention of that in the post yeah. and it's it's such a cute song too and I think Gagak is like when Gagak was showing off his winner picks it's like it started showing like a clip from some YouTube video of how to cure depression and it just shows the clip of her doing the dance <laughs> <laughs> but yeah people are rightfully going crazy because that that ending was great yep. i will say though episode four of Sama love is war where they're playing have you been watching the show no i haven't okay so they play the the game where like you write someone writes a word down and they pass it on to the next person they put it on the top of their forehead and they have to make sure that they don't say that word or or else they lose. The person, at a, you know the game I'm talking about? $10,000 pyramid, yes. <laughs> well, the opposite of that. <laughs> the opposite of $10,000 pyramid where you can't say that word or else you lose. Yeah. But you don't know the word. All right. And the friends are trying to get the other person to say the word. Okay. That bit in episode four had me screaming with laughter. Yeah. All because of, uh, of that character that does the dance in episode three. Yeah, Because she pulls out a personality that I was not expecting out of her. Because she is a very cute character. But at the snap of the finger, she can like... She kind of becomes a yeah dude. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, So listen, I would recommend that show. And Andro has been... I will say episode four of Andro... Has been the weakest, but episode five what made up for it because episode five was at the point where, like, maybe (laughs) I could picture the fans of this of the creator who also did like Yuro Yuri and released the spice were like complaining about why is there no lesbian stuff yet? (laughs) And episode five is like, all right, fine, here's a character, a princess character who is destined to be. Together with the hero, who just so happens to be a girl. Here, enjoy that. But yeah. they make it really, really, really funny. Yeah. Nice. So, Endro and kaguya Love is War are my two favorites of the season. Please watch both of them. Right. I, think, I, I do think Endro is getting the depth of Funimation, unfortunately, because Kaguya-sama, like uh, Promised Everland, is... Being licensed by Anaplex of America, no, we, I am pissed, Duffman.
1: man. Oh, that means that we're gonna have to pay five hundred dollars for two episodes of <laughs>
2: of either oh. show. Yeah, I will say that promised Neverland has the better chance of getting an English dub. I do think it's gonna get a run in Adult Swim. Watch it get a run an Adult Swim this summer.
1: Oh, I could, I could definitely see that. It, it definitely fits their criteria.
2: Because if Sword Art Online's latest season is now airing on Adult Swim,
1: nice.
2: then then um, they definitely promised Neverland it's going to get a run.
1: Yep. Nice.
2: Kaguya-sama, not... see this is what I don't like. I, I want Adult Swim to be airing more anime comedies. And they definitely picked the wrong one with Pop Team Epic <laughs> to test that out. Yeah. Kaguya-sama: Love is War would be a great one to show because it does have this sort of like tension aspect. Like there there is there are mind games in Kaguya-sama: Love is War which um Giga, well I'm sorry for bringing him up again, but Giga compared Kaguya-sama to the rom-com equivalent of the potato chip scene in Death Note. <laughs> Which oh. is scarily accurate that's, that's how a, that's good a of a description That's really
1: a funny is. comparison, actually. Yeah.
2: But it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how intense it is, but it's funny intense. That's-
1: Hey, so let's move on to uh, our tapagachi for today, which it's. I think it's been a really long time since we've done like a, a legit tapagachi. Um, we want to talk about video games because of the Nino Kuni announcement. Video games that deserve their own anime. Yeah. I, I want to throw my hat in the ring right now for Naruto, Shippuden shinobi strikers i think shut up (laughs) i think that would make a great anime naruto the naruto universe is really great and i think shinobi strikers would make a great anime i'll shut up now the joke is over yeah
3: (laughs) that went right over my head (laughs) So,
1: there's this anime called Naruto. No, no, yeah.
2: (laughs) Get around, kiddies. Let's talk about the dude with the nine-tailed fox
3: spirit in his belly.
1: Boruto's dad.
3: (laughs) Say no more. I don't want to know about (laughs) Boruto. You're not, I'm telling you about Boruto's dad.
2: Oh my god! Which reminds me, the episode of, the most recent episode of Boruto, sorry to go back to the what we're watching, is basically the anime equivalent of Jingle All the Way. (laughs) It is so good!
3: It's legit,
2: Jingle All the Way, the anime.
1: Uh, Only if Sinbad's in it. (laughs) Oh man. Um... Legitimately, though, let's talk about some some video games that need anime adaptions. And it's interesting because so far, in, in the same way when video games get a movie adaption here in America, when video games get an anime adaption in Japan, they're bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will,
2: The only exception to that rule, I will say, has been Angels of Death.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Angel of, Angels of Death was really good, but that was also a fan-made game. Or like, yeah, that was an
2: RPG Maker game that did expand to become very popular. Spawned its own manga series. I thought the anime did a great job with like digging more into the backstory of these characters.
1: I agree. Um, so I would throw my hat in the ring. I mean, like, of course, anybody would want to see a Kingdom Hearts
2: anime. Everybody right? would want that. Yeah, that kind of apparently. Depends. I I read some place that someone from Disney actually storyboarded a pilot for a Kingdom Hearts anime, but it didn't go anywhere after that.
3: To, to me, that would depend because as much as I love Kingdom Hearts, and I'm playing through the third one right now, um, the video game's great, but the, the dialogue, at least in the third game, or in fact for all the Kingdom Hearts games, has been pretty... Cheesy and overdone. Like, I understand they're trying to keep it. Darkness! The darkness in my soul. The darkness in my
2: heart. The darkness of the night. The darkness.
1: Darkness. 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 Darkness.
3: Darkness. We got the joke. We got got it. But. (laughs) (laughs) Just. If you try to make it a TV show, I feel like you're going to drive away, I feel like, the main audience that grew up with this game. I, because they're just gonna make it cringy to me. It's gonna be the same cringy dialogue, over the top. It just, I'm all set, honestly. It's
1: that's what anime is,
3: dude. No, <laughs> come on. I've seen good anime where it's not cringy and over the top.
1: Well, I'm I'm trying to it's think Square of like Square
3: Enix. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's early in their 2000, mantra. Like
1: early two thousand anime, like all all of it was like that. Okay, well we're
3: nineteen years
1: later. Yeah, but but. But Kingdom Hearts started in that
3: era. It did. It was what, oh2 I think? I don't remember. Playstation two. Whenever Playstation Two was out. Yeah, Playstation uh,
2: Two. The first game came out in two thousand and one, I wanna say. Ooh,
3: wow. Okay. So we were close. <laughs> we'll...
2: Um I almost bought a PlayStation two because of Kingdom Hearts. Never did. You, I bought you and you I never played to, a single Kingdom game Hearts video fantastic. game either. Yeah.
3: Kingdom Hearts two though is probably the best of the few. Not three. to mention Playstation Two was a great system. That is... Yeah, I missed that. I think on books, the biggest-selling console of all time was the PS2. The PS2? PS2? Yeah, it was Over the N64? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Look up the numbers, I swear to God. Uh, Well, I swear to a higher power (laughs) that I... It's just a phrase. I know. I don't know why, but... (laughs) You can keep that in. Uh, All right. uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, John. Uh... We're completely off the topic right now. highest grossing
3: yes. gaming so, console. While, while John's looking that up, there is one uh, video game that I think should get an anime. And this is kind of out of left field, because um, I don't know if this game is popular in Japan. Uh, but the yeah. Gears of War series had a book and three or four video games that I absolutely loved. It's one of my favorite video game franchises. And if it got an anime, I would be stoked. It would make a good anime. Yes. I'm um, sorry, what, 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 what would it be? Oh, this is my Gears of War. Oh, somehow. Gears of War, yeah, I don't know yeah, if it would yeah. be popular in Japan, but I think it would make a great, uh, as Evan said, anime. Um Yeah, Marcus
2: so, would make a good maname protagonist.
3: So,
1: here's the discussion that I wanted to have when you mentioned this earlier. Um, I, I agree with you, and they actually have done that before in the past. So, remember the game Dante's Inferno? Yep, I love out? that game. They yep. made an anime. On that, there was an anime film about it. Uh, they also did one for Dead Space. Actually, they did two for Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, they did it
2: for Halo Legends as well. Yep,
1: they did it for Halo Legends. Uh, that also got an anime. Um, but the way that they did them, they were like these short, bite-sized stories that yep. were done all by different studios and different artists. Ooh, no, it was great. Kind of like how they oh. did the Animatrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Animatrix, a perfect, perfect example. Um, which, of course, was. Based off of the video game, Enter the Matrix. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) They, uh, yeah, so what they did was they created these segments like the Dante's Inferno game, which I liked. People, other people did not like that game. I liked it.
2: Um, I think a lot of people were just mad that was kind of like a God of War clone. Right. But I liked a lot of the aspects of Dante's Inferno. I I loved it. I think it it was very underappreciated.
1: I did too, because I am a cultural person and I hated God of War. So, uh, (gasps) yeah. No, I hate God of War. Terrible game. Um, Yeah. Uh, But it's uh, interesting because... Like when Dante's Inferno became an anime, they, they went through all seven layers of hell, like yeah. in the anime and every layer of hell was animated by a different person. Such a good idea. Like, I'll give you that one. Such a good idea. Oh, yeah. and Mark Hamill played uh, Dante's father in the, in the anime too, which was like crazy. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the Dead Space one was not great.
2: It... I will say though, I loved hearing Jim Cummings say the f word a lot.
3: <laughs> Wait, you're telling me <laughs> the, voice the voice of, of Winnie the Pooh just, of Pooh
2: just saying fuck like over and over again? Did I was use like, a
3: Winnie the Pooh voice?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more of the Tigger voice.
3: Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's so funny, man.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, so but those were fun. But the, the Dead Space <laughs> one has a lot of troubles uh it it, was just, it, did. it wasn't it, good i mean it, it, like it's it's
2: just worth it just hearing the voice actors they got for it especially jim cummings yeah
1: yeah and and then like the the story that they used to connect all the other stories together was done in this really terrible korean um 3d animation it oh, looked no. garbage so Ugh. there was that but um anyways that's why i think that gears of war would work is because yeah. they've done it before it's been
3: successful I would buy it. Bring it back. Bring it back. Please.
2: (laughs) Bring it back.
1: Um,
2: So kind of similar to that sort of aspect, and this is a video game that has had, you know, short films, both CGI and traditional animated, I'd like to see an Overwatch anime.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Um I think they've dug deep
2: enough into the characters and the backstories, not to mention there are like tons of like comic books that dive deep into them, that there's plenty of material that they could make into an animated series.
1: Uh, Granted, I would not want to see an anime. I would just want to see a 3D animated version like they do with all of the, uh, all the backstory things like the, the blizzards 3D animation blows me away. I love the videos that they release more than the game, and that's saying a lot because I love Overwatch. I love the game. Yeah. Um, I I think that that would be more successful than an anime, uh, in particular. Granted, would I watch an anime? Yes, of course I yeah. would.
2: Yeah, you know, right. You were talking about just how impressive like the animation is in this. I'm surprised that Blizzard has not thrown their hat in when it comes to like making 3D movies.
1: Yep. Well. Um, that that's true and if ever blizzard loses their market on video games and suddenly nobody wants to buy blizzard games anymore for some reason they could always Well do considering
2: that. the troubles that Activision have recently revealed that might
1: happen. Well, I mean like I I don't I don't know about that. I haven't read up on it, but if it has anything to do with the failure of Activision, good. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> if it means if it means that Blizzard's going down with them then bad. But Anything bad happening to Activision, good. Um, Oh, no. uh So, uh, but I would do that. But that's actually also, it's funny that you bring that up, because that's also in the light that Crunchyroll released an article that was written about the potentials of a League of Legends anime happening. Yes. That would be And after
2: watching the... You know that commercial was really good. Like, it almost convinced me to want to play League of Legends, so, but I don't have a PC to do that.
1: So those, well, you can play it on any any system. It's for Mac and PC, and it can run on a toaster. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah,
2: just like Elder Scrolls.
1: Yeah. Um. It, but yeah, League of Legends can be run on literally any machine, ever. Um. Even. I'm like, surprised it hasn't been ported to the console yet. League of Oh, it You couldn't play it on console. Nope. It's just a PC only game. It would be impossible. PC and Mac. It's well very, very important. Well
3: I think I would hope the audience knows what I mean. PC and computer. No, because there's the PC master race who will come after you and saying Alright, I'll bow down, I'll bow down, <laughs> PC Mac. Um
1: but those those anime commercials for uh for League of Legends are by the animation director of the uh reboot of the Thundercats animation, the one that uh Wilfredell did.
3: Um, yeah okay
1: so, so uh he so because was when he left thundercats when that got canceled he started doing the league of legends advertisements Ooh. so uh and he's a fantastic animator like hands down so um i'll, I'll go into battle with him uh, if he's going to lead the project on a league of legends anime mm-hmm. i want to see that yeah me too especially because i i've been playing for a long
3: time and i just found out what the lore of league of legends was <laughs> i hate to say it, but i'm not a lore guy i just like playing the game, playing the the game. it's yeah. very interesting there's a lot of lore. there's a ton of it oh, but my there's Lord. A, there's a
1: video online that is the lore of league of legends in three minutes what i watched that and i completely understand what's happening it's uh, super cool is it updated like to like today almost yeah okay yeah. because it's just the basic story of it why is there league of legends uh and which is real quick rundown it's because uh people started wars over runes and so what they did instead of doing like actual war and battle between and like people dying they took champions and they put them into realms i.e summoner drift and had them fight it out like if they had a problem they would be on one side if somebody was against that problem they put them on the other side and whoever destroyed the person's inhibitor first won the argument won the political state stance argument and that's how that's how wars are fought Hunger Games, Battle Royale? <laughs> uh, not really. Well, yeah. Uh... I mean, kind of, but there's no death in League of Legends. Like, so when when a hero dies on Summoner's Rift, they get resurrected again. And so, like, for, for instance, like, my character Darius, who I play as, um, he's for uh, Noxus, right? So he is the political leading champion for Noxus. And whenever... There is a political stance that needs to be made for Noxus. They send Darius into Summer's Rift to fight to get their stance done.
3: See, now that you've explained it to me like that, I really feel bad um, for the characters that I play a lot because I can die. I usually die a lot. Yeah. So the pain that my champions go through over and, <laughs> and over, over and over, and over. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, back to video games. Uh, that need anime. Yes, they did it for Castlevania. Yep, yep,
2: which was great. They're going to be doing it again with Devil May Cry.
3: Oh, oh excellent! Good. Yeah, yes, oh, yeah. I, would, I would support that.
2: Yeah, hopefully it'll be better than the Devil May Cry anime that came out in the early two thousands because that was <laughs> we we a little bit boring.
1: I forgot that existed. <laughs> that was yeah, real yeah. Bad.
2: Here it is, and there it goes. <laughs>
1: yeah, it goes. Oh man, I'm of that. for good. Reason. You know what I think would. Everybody. You
2: know what I think would make an excellent anime series would be the Yakuza series. Yeah. The the the, star, the story of Kazuma Doji Kazuma and the leader of the Dojima clan and just his rise up to the Yakuza, retiring from the Yakuza, being pulled back in every single time because they still need him, even though he's quote unquote retired. It the games itself are this amazing balance of like Balls to the wall action, some heart wrenching drama, and some of the, I will say that the Yakuza series has like the best voice acting you will ever hear in any video game, and it has some really good comedy too.
1: So here's a statement that, or an argument that I could make for it: Why would it need an anime if it's if, if it's so good in its original medium already?
2: Well, because Yakuza is a PlayStation 4 exclusive, and people who don't own a PlayStation 4 will
3: miss out on all the stuff that they've ever done. I was going to say, to reach out to new groups of people. Uh, And both of those are very good reasons. I actually was...
1: Yeah, I'm actually very accepting of those answers. Um, So... I, I just realized that I forgot to complete my statement on, um, like, when I, at the beginning of this conversation, I said, like, American films, uh, or American video games turn into American films, uh, anime adaptions are usually bad. The ones that I was referring to are, one, I believe the Blaze Blue anime did not do that great. I've nah, heard it, yeah. It, it was kind of, that was kind um, of boring. The other one was uh, uh, Valkyria Chronicles, which is my favorite game of all time, or one of them, rather um they made a anime based off of the first game and everybody said that it was garbage like a complete total waste of time
2: have Um, you ever watched the uh, ova of um tales of symphonia because that was like just a big ball of disappointment
1: really yeah yeah
2: they only like covered like the first four hours (laughs) of the video game in the ovas
1: nice Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> what did what did everybody think about or everybody, I don't know who's seen it, uh, Advent Children, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children? Mm, way emo I I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. Yeah, Great. It episode. was, it was know, beautifully animated. animated. I will
2: say yeah. I will say it was beautifully animated, but oh, yeah. uh, anim- but the the story and voice acting were kind of like
1: eh, 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 eh. Yeah, uh, it w- it was very anime. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 it, it had anime syndrome, but, yeah. uh, especially the part where like all the characters kept throwing cloud higher into the sky so that he could kill Bahamut and, um, and it's like, well, that's not how physics works. And <laughs> <laughs> thanks anime. Uh, but I know that it's final fantasy. but so I can't talk about that <laughs> part, especially Square because, Enix like, science. What's that? Yeah, especially because we, we like I, I'm not even mentioning the Sephiroth battle at the end of the film. And it's like, well, that doesn't even make no sense spoilers. Either. No, yeah, it's been out for like twenty
3: years. Hey, some people <laughs> still want to see it. And haven't seen. There's a statue of limitation on everything that has to do with spoilers.
1: I, I, <laughs> and I think that this is God beyond. Fantasy, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I, you know when you said Final Fantasy, I thought you were going to mention the spirits
1: within. Uh, <laughs> well that's true too that was a that was a bad example uh you see here's the thing about the spirits within i think it's
2: a good movie but it's a horrible final fantasy movie because it's got nothing
1: to do with final fantasy absolutely but have you seen it recently (sighs) last
2: time i saw it was about five years ago
1: okay watch it again it's it doesn't hold up that's for sure
2: yeah I, i wouldn't be too surprised
1: it's kind of a boring film actually It's like, it kind of bummed me out. Aww. Yeah. um, But yeah, it was a good film. And the fact that they stuck Final Fantasy on it made me really uncomfortable. But uh, (laughs) that being said, I could could stand to see, uh, I think Derek wanted us to make this point, that I could see Final
3: Fantasy, any Final Fantasy game being turned into an anime. I thought he was saying Super Smash Bros. should become an animator. Did I read that in the chat? Yes, right? you
2: read that. You, yeah, you read that. I, I, that could be a pretty good one.
3: Yeah, Super I Smash Bros., know. like Golden Sun Zelda, something
1: like I that. Don't, I don't know about, about Smash Brothers.
3: No, I, no I, I honestly wouldn't... That wouldn't interest me, surprisingly enough. There's too many different universes in that one game, and you're just... You'd be totally lost. It would take the I, same... No. It would take probably more time than the Marvel... Films had to take. I can't even get caught up on Marvel for for goodness sake. I'm not going to even try Smash Bros. I saw Infinity War for the first time two weeks ago. Look at that, and that that well, you're a very busy man. Yep. Yep. I mean, it was good. I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah. <laughs> <We're> talking about <laughs> Smash Brothers becoming a uh, cinematic universe. Nope. All set. <laughs> okay. Good. I, yeah. I mean, if they do it, I'll probably go see it, but I, I'm not asking for it. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't mm.
2: think anybody is really. But no, although well, I will say, I will say, speaking of Nintendo, and I feel like it's fresh enough that it could be turned into an anime. It doesn't have that sort of legendary. Oh, we we can't touch, we can't touch this because it's so legendary as a video game. I would think Splatoon would make a fun anime series.
3: There's no, I mean, do the characters really have names in Splatoon, and they don't even like speak.
0: They yeah, just they use
3: word bubbles. They make noises. That's all I've heard. I mean, it's. I mean, there are backstories.
2: There are like the villains, and they, it's definitely one of those shows that could work as a sort of monster of the week kind of anime sort of thing. Mm. But I think it could be entertaining enough.
1: Yeah. Well, they tried it with Monster Hunter stories. Well, no, that no. was the
2: problem. They 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 chose the Monster Hunter stories franchise, not Monster Hunter itself.
1: I heard it was a good game. I heard it's a good game too, but it's not Monster Hunter that we know and love. Well, sure, but you know, if you're gonna pick anything that has a story to it, it would be that one. You know, yeah. Um, I would uh, Tetris. What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: if, listen, <laughs> listen. If they could make a VR Tetris game and have it be a game that would that wins like so many awards that it's ridiculous then a Tetris movie might not be too far off.
3: Yeah, No, that would be just as bad as like a Wreck-It Ralph 2 or what's <laughs> what's the other movie that, the Emoji movie? Uh, they could have thrown pixels, Tetris. Too. Yeah, they could have thrown Tetris in like the Emoji movie and th- that was still bad. And uh, Listen, legitimately Tetris is my favorite eSport of all time. Uh, I actually saw a competition video, like the grand final, and I was like, "There's a grand final for Tetris." Yeah, the Classic Tetris World Championship. Haven't you not seen my merchandise?
1: I own Classic Tetris World Championship merchandise. Is it like right? Dude, really? Out front it, of you you're your not room? like making a joke, right now? I'm not making a joke. I own merchandise from the Classic Tetris World Championship. I could tell you the history of the Classic Tetris World Championship. <laughs> Jonas Neubauer. The seven, uh, seven time world championship was defeated, by a, 16 was defeated by a 16 year old newcomer who has been, uh, who's been setting records all across the internet. Now I'm, I'm actually subscribed to, uh, this
3: Joseph kid who, uh, has been beating record on YouTube. Um, I feel like Jonas, I, cause I watched that match and I'm sitting there thinking this guy, Jonas, whomever should have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> That he should have, I feel like he should have won. He he was just like, bam, Tetris, bam, 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 bam. This Joseph kid is like, yeah, he's getting Tetris's, but you could just see the struggle in his face, and I'm like, I was on the edge of my seat. How is this kid not cracking? Yeah, I don't know,
1: and and then like, uh, but then as soon as he won, he like broke down crying because he was so excited about it the only reason why he entered the championship in the first place was because he admired all the people who are tester championships so much that he wanted to play with them that's the only reason why he entered and he won and like and not but like jonas did not let him win he did not go oh, easy no. on he him. was going off and the reason is like uh, this kid, Joseph, and I know we're completely off topic This now. is great. <laughs> but, but this kid, Joseph. So Jonas Neubauer is a DAS player, which is um, is, when, is the style when you hold down the button to make the pieces move faster. Yep. And there's actually a style of play that helps you play Tetris better by holding down the pieces and being a certain timer. Joseph is a hyper-tapper, which is um, vibrating your fingers uh, fast enough so that the pieces move faster than a DAS player, um, and so uh, Joseph has actually practiced Tetris long enough that the kill screen is level twenty nine in Tetris. The and the kill screen in Tetris is level twenty nine because the pieces move too fast for a DAS player to be able to place them properly fast enough to be able to uh, get any more Tetrises. Um, so le- that's level twenty nine. Joseph has made it to level thirty two. As a hyper-tapper. saw that, yeah. Yes. um, And it's incredible. Like, I am so amped out of my mind about Tetris, you have no idea.
3: <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, holy cow, they're just pegs that go into holes. <laughs> yep. Yet, exciting. Tetris still has a story. Every video game
1: has a story, and Tetris has one. And what's... When do you want to go over that story? <laughs> On a later date. Sure. I, I, I,
2: I feel like that, that. I feel like you should make a video about that. I,
1: I there's, there's actually plenty of them already. Uh, me doing it would not do it any justice. I don't think.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. There
1: are plenty of videos out there that explain uh, Tetris, its popularity, and all that stuff. Oh, tetris Jack. you see
2: all, all i'm thinking now is the episode of the clerks cartoon where randall wins
1: is like he
2: gets picked like in a last starfighter thing to <laughs> <laughs> to build a big giant what was it a big giant pyramid but it's like but the video game he was playing was like that yeah and that's gonna be what the tetris anime is gonna be it's just like just episodes of people just trying to build blocks that disappear that's funny so, I have one final game that's on my list that I think deserves an anime, and I think it def—it's definitely a game that I brought up on many occasions on this show, and that is Shantae, the half genie hero. Yep. Yeah, that'd be fun, because not only does, does WayForward does a great job with the visual style, even when it jumps between like the the retro like pixel art to like the the half genie hero uh, anime style, like. It looks like a legit cartoon. It and the stories that it tells could fit very well as an animated series. And the characters themselves are fleshed out enough that they could actually make like standalone episodes go off the path of of the games and have a little bit more fun with the characters as well. And I I've I've said on many occasions that Chante's a game that I feel deserves To be animated. And and I still think it doesn't get enough credit and enough love in the gaming
3: community.
1: Agreed. I I think that, yeah. I think it would
3: be as well. Cool. Um, I love that we, you know, that you guys agree on that. But the previous topic, Tetris, we went on for like 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: I'll end it with, with, uh, I think that um, uh, Jump Force... Is going to be Ooh. a would be a better anime than a than a video game. I'm just gonna throw that. It, it might be a fun video game, but I think it would be a better anime. I can't wait. I want to try that game though. Sure, me too. Yeah. But I am very cautious about it because we had J Stars, whatever. Uh, <laughs> J Stars victory. Yeah, that, that's a J Stars victory. That game plus sucked <laughs> so bad. Like I have one of
2: one of our friends. Um, a Mr. Ry- Brohark Riley, as we'd like to refer to him as, actually imported the game from Japan so Ugh. he can play it. Was Ugh. the biggest mistake he said he's ever made.
1: Yeah. Um. Our, our buddy Victor, who's been on the show a couple times, uh, he uh, I think he returned it the same day he bought it. Ooh. And he worked at he worked at GameStop at the time, so. That's rough. Oh boy, it's it, it was a bad game. It was like just. Game Design 101, fail. <laughs> like, leg- legitimately, people bought it because... It, like, they they sold it for the reason why people bought it, which is like, oh, look at all these anime characters in one game! And uh, I don't know why Mickey Mouse bought, you know, bought it, but uh, he did. <laughs> apparently, I'm Kingdom Hearts 3! But, like, legitimately, people bought it because it's like, wow, there's all these anime characters in this game, and they and that's the only thing that they put into it there uh, they probably hyped it up so much and then like a month before the game was released they're like oh crap we need to
3: make a game uh <laughs> so <sighs> <laughs> and that's the game we got <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't get it because you guys or i shouldn't say you guys since probably, there are people who will re- like buy a game like that return it which is fine but then a game like Cards Against Humanity were a Christmas special. They sold a literal piece of bull crap and people, <laughs> and people were like, yes, this is amazing. Yeah, right? I'm just like, you bought a piece of crap. Retarded. <laughs> that came with one something. card. Yeah. Uh, I just find it funny.
2: Well, you do know that the piece of bullcrap has more entertainment value than J-Star's Victory Plus. Oh, gosh. Yes, it, And
4: it's true.
1: Because that's a funny joke. Uh, J-Stars was a joke, but it wasn't funny. Uh, <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> All right. I think that it's time to move on to our shameless plugs. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We actually have some fan service. Which, yes. Which uh, is important for us to talk about. Um, so, uh, our Wicked fan, Scott, um, from the UK, he sent us... He, one, he sent us a backlog because we legitimately did forget to talk about uh, the fan service that he sent over, which was uh, all the way back uh, d- during the, uh, the the holiday season in December, um, which had to do with uh, Evan, you mentioned the Neo Yokio special feeling like a 90s OVA. He completely agrees with you on that. It felt <laughs> like the Ronma 1 half you know, feeling that was, uh, that was part of it. So, he, and then also he had Wiki's stuff that, um, he wanted to give to us, which he said he put in his worst anime submission was, uh, Backstreet Girls. Uh, yeah. Backstreet Girls. Uh, because it, it, it was like the same joke as he, he, uh, quote from the email, uh, it's the same, not quite 100% transphobic joke. These idols are really Yakuza members, not these women are really men. Uh, repeated over and over again. So, for that, put it as the worst anime. Insensitive, for sure. Oh, um, okay. M- I, like, I maybe. I kind of
2: understand that from, from, from Scott's perspective. Like, I can I too. Thought it, I, I thought it was. I, I, I laughed a few times. I know it wasn't the best cut. Co- I did like the opening theme song, though. That was a really catchy theme song. But I can kind of understand <laughs> where you're coming from, Scott.
1: Yes, sure. Uh, the, uh, just as a, a another perspective from it, not saying that I disagree with the statement or anything like that, but just as a perspective, we're talking about Japan here making this. Japan does not have that same perspective of cultural viewing and stuff of that sort um, when it comes to that kind of humor or anything like that. It's in the same way that they have, like, a district in, I believe it's Harajuku, where it's like they have a string of stores that are strictly, and they label it as, like, African-American culture uh, clothing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, and, like, that hip-hop culture. I think it's kind of the same thing where they just don't realize that they have some things that could be considered insensitive, you know? Yeah. So, I'll leave it at that for it. However, Scott did also want to mention that uh, some good anime for uh, 2018 uh, was Devilman Crybaby, uh, which was, like, depressingly good. And that did win some wikis from us, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, think it did. <laughs> well, after that, we'll re-listen to our own episode. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Gonagai, uh, like, it, so it, it wanted to make Scott go back and read the Guy manga. And the first episode of High Score Girls was super cute. So, uh, with that, he also wanted to mention that he was catching up on older anime, which uh, he watched the first two episodes of Space Dandy, which is amazing. Um, like, that that show will always stand the test of time. And then, finally, most importantly, which is something that I think we could get into a discussion about, but maybe for a later time, when we also see this film, Battle Angel Alita was actually good. Yes. So... Um, there was a great IGN article that you dropped for us, Evan, uh, mm-hmm. stating at which the IGN article was written by somebody who actually is familiar with the original context of Battle Angel Alita, which mm-hmm. uh, the movie covers four volumes of the manga. Holy crap. That's a lot of stuff that to put into one movie. I yeah. heard that the action was great. I heard that the story was ki- kind of suffered because of this. And I think the movie's like just over two hours long or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like the the reviewer on IGN said that it felt like you were binging a Netflix show when you were watching it because it was like four episodes, uh, like four different plot lines four different climaxes to each one and four different episodes but the first one third of the film was exactly the anime OVAs which I'm super hyped about because those anime OVAs were amazing Nice, so, yeah um, but I'm hoping to see Battle Angel Lita by the next time we record, so I can we, I can talk. Me about too. It. Let's let's
2: make that a let's make that a thing. Let's try because it's opening. Yeah, it's opening this coming weekend.
1: Yep. Uh,
2: but by, by the time this is recording,
1: no, it's already out.
2: Well, it's already out at while well, as the time this recording is released. Yes. But as of the recording, as of right now of the today, it's opening in a few days.
1: Oh yes, you're right. I'm sorry. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh boy. <laughs> yes, you're right. And uh and yeah, i am hopefully going to be able to get to go see it. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Looking let's, forward to it. Let's plan on it. Yep. Uh so All right, some shameless plugs. Thank you. Thank you Scott. Thank you Wicked Fat Scott. We appreciate it. Shameless plug time. Um Yeah, yeah. Remember that if you want to uh, jump in on this conversation, and again, uh, just like Scott did, if we forgot to read any of your fan service, please resend it to us. Uh, We'll be happy to review it. You can uh, send that to us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's all one word, wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook where we do most of our conversations, postings, blah, 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 blah. Uh, We have a good time over there. We talk with our fans You can also listen to our podcast on anywhere that podcasts are found, uh, including um, ACast, Podchasers, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, all those great places, Audio Boom. And, uh, if you can't find uh, a specific place to go, then just Google search us because you'll probably also find our nerdy show page, which has both uh, our podcast and our videos. But if you really want to see our videos, go to youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews where you can find all of our video content. Please subscribe to there. Uh, we don't have any new video content, uh, in any recent time, but hopefully, uh, we'll start putting that back together. We've been doing... Excuse me. We've been doing a lot of live videos, but I want to get back into some uh maybe short reviews because uh unbiased security guy Greg here uh, said that they were really funny.
3: Yeah, so <laughs> very, very quickly the 2 minute uh quick review you guys did, I thought were your funniest videos and I think a lot of the community that watched the I videos agree. agreed. That's great. So yeah. if if we ever had time to make those, I think that would be really great. The 2 minute short reviews. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that'd be good stuff.
1: So um, you can also find us on all other social medias like Twitter at YoWickedAnime. Um, we have some other pages like Tumblr, but we don't go there. <laughs> Twitter's the, <laughs> the best place that you can find us, yep. really, um, because we'll, we'll, we do most of our interaction there. If People send us tweets, we laugh at them, and then uh, we'll share them.
3: Thank you for making us laugh. Yeah, thank you.
1: Uh, yeah. shout out to WickedFan mike who sends us a lot of a lot of tweets yes and also and other- gerardo too gerardo yep. yep um so with that uh evan tell us where they can find you
2: okay so for the recent news reviews podcast episodes and videos featuring members of the boston bash brigade you can find us at www.v3crew.com if you have any questions comments or or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, or Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and on the J-POP video games and anime amino pages at kingbaby.esh and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade and facebook.com slash ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smashbook. And I want to give one final shout-out to my good buddies Joe Penna and Ryan Morrison, who just released their film Arctic, which is playing in theaters everywhere, starring Mads Mikkelsen. I went to the premiere of the film, the Massachusetts premiere of it, and guys, oh my god, what an amazing film. Yeah. Doesn't have a lot of dialogue in that movie, but like just watching Mads Mikkelsen trying to survive the Arctic as he's trying to bring this injured pilot from one place to another... Dude, it's harrowing. Yeah, it is amazing what what those two were able to do with this movie. And I, am agree- not just saying that. I'm not just saying that because they're my friends. I'm saying because holy crap, they did a fantastic job with this movie. But Great. you know, outside of me, everybody has been raving about this movie too. So like,
1: <laughs> that's awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear it. And we we are uh, two degrees away from a person who made a movie that's popular. Okay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Alright, everybody. Uh, thank you for, so much for listening to this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks for another great episode. Uh, that's in quotes, but you can't see the air quotes because it's his audio. And <laughs> that's uh, also the same kind of quotes that go around the good content that we give you. So uh, with that, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. It's time to sign off the only way we know how.
3: Keep K- K-
1: I'm supposed to be the leader at that. I'm so glad. Anyways, Tetris. Yes. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> I like the so line book so
1: game. Developed by Russian engineers in uh, 19. I'm going to sleep. That's alright, the story is going to lull you to sleep. So, it was uh, George
2: really Herbert Walker Bush's favorite video game. <laughs> which probably means it was his only video
3: game he ever played. <laughs> the by the way, I know in the last couple episodes we talked about Boogie Pop, and I happened to find on Anime News Network that they made uh they, they made a Parker that and a hat that is yes! in large size and is unisex, allowing anyone to look as if they're wearing an oversized cloak like boogie pop if you really want to stand out you can wear the hat too i'm not gonna lie i kind of want it
1: really it looks so cool because i'm not gonna lie i would
3: never be caught
1: dead wearing that i think andrew might (laughs) i know i I mean the sweatshirt
3: looks pretty cool it's a sweatshirt right or a parker it's a a parker Parker. so it looks it's like a hoodie oh yeah that's it's a parker it's a hoodie i wouldn't be caught wearing dead wearing that hat oh i would totally wear it (laughs) <laughs> it looks like it looks like a
1: like a British uh, Royal Guard <laughs> officer's hat.
3: Oh man, You've gotta like see it, this! It's on the front it, page of AM. No.
2: I've seen it. I've actually I I was looking at Amazon News Network during a couple of the segments. I saw it posted on there, and I would. It, it remind it actually reminds me of one of the hats that Marilyn Manson wore when I saw him <laughs> during the Golden Age of Grotesque tour. That's more reason to buy
3: it. And Exactly <laughs> Okay, how much is it? So it's gonna go on sale March twenty-eighth. So I'm gonna it's eighty five hundred yen for the Parker, which is seventy-seven dollars and sixty cents okay. US. Uh the hat will cost forty five hundred yen, which is forty-one dollars and twenty cents. Uh, and the hat That's actually to, you know, not bad for a... Bad for a you, you know what? That's not bad for a hat. Because I've
2: gone to hat stores Dude, it's and like... $40 what...
3: for... It's a beanie. Like, granted, it's yeah, f- I think the hat looks cool, but I'm not paying $40 for a beanie. You couldn't Dude, I've gone to
2: places where they sell beanies for $100. Yeah, which
3: is... I'm sorry, but I think it's dumb. It, and I, I think the the sweatshirt is a little overpriced because usually, like, hoodies around here go but for it's $50, suppo- 60 But it's dollars. supposed to be elongated, though. Uh, it's like a cloak it doesn't
1: look elongated I know but I think it's supposed to be elongated I don't
3: I'm not buying it
1: dude I'm not (laughs) buying it so I don't care Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter